0: The Fade Five Podcast with Brad Evans
1: and Nate Lundy. Place your bets yet? You jack Wagon Fizzy, the Fade Five Podcast, presented by Suavecito Tequila. Grab yourself a bottle of añejo or reposado, or make a margarita with the silver. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's just all excellent, and it's all smooth, and it all tastes delicious. Uh, similar to some of my wagers yesterday the world of college basketball and also the NFL. And it's been a wild, it's been a, just a rowdy, a raucous, an unbelievable dog-eat-dog kind of wild card weekend, uh, Lundy, as the Miami Dolphins uh, push the Buffalo Bills to the brink. Uh, You could say the same about the Baltimore Ravens last night, who damn near tied it in the bitter end uh, to push that game at OT on the road against Cincinnati. Uh, All these matchups have been nipping talk, and of course, the Giants uh, pulling the upset, and really wasn't all that shocking against the Minnesota Vikings up there in the land of 10,000 lakes, but tonight, we got the capper. Uh, We got Dallas. We got TB12 and company. The Cowboys are laying two and a half on the road and the total at 45 and a half, whether side or total. Maybe you're doing a SGP slash OGP with the side and total. What do you like best in this NFL? Pit the click.
0: Uh, I like the total. Uh, I've liked the total from the very beginning. Uh, I'm on the over uh, in this one, which folks, if you've been paying attention, every game has hit the over this weekend it is 5 and 0. Oh. I say they go 6 and 0 oh as well, but here's the trick with this game and it's going to play into some of the player props I'm sure that you uh that you have lined up. By the way, decided to make this a fun super wild card Monday edition of the podcast. I have no idea what your picks are yet, Brad. I haven't even oh, looked. You did good. the script like you sent me a text at like some god awful hour. It was like 5:15 in the morning. Yeah. Um and uh I was like yeah, I'm not looking. I'm just going to be surprised. (laughs) Um, I'm going to I am going to just this is going to be pure reaction on today's uh, particular episode. But as this plays into it, I need both of these coaching staffs to pull their heads out of whatever hole they have had it buried in when it comes to their offense, first and foremost brad where has tb12 been the most effective all season long it's basically when he's running a two-minute slash four-minute offense let him go out there let him basically play playground football with these dudes and have some fun just that's what you got to do just hurry up hurry up hurry up hurry up then on the other side okay everybody talking about kellen moore right oh man next great offensive might not if you can't does this guy know how to call a play that isn't conservative? Come on, dude. Like I got what my here at mile high sports in Denver, my, my right-hand guy, uh, Anilo Pirro love him to death. Anilo is your, is your like definition of a Cowboys fan, Brad. He has been insufferable all season long. All he does is bitch about this team all day long. Oh, they're going to screw it up again. Oh, I can't do, I'd rather have Derek Carr than Dak Prescott. Like this is just your typical Cowboys fan. Right. Um, but he and I are in agreement that the only way that Dallas doesn't get upset by Tampa in this one is if they just like, man, take the handcuffs off and have some fun on offense for crying out loud. And if that happens, which I believe it will, that is why I'm on the over.
1: Yeah, if you want to build a little bit of a cushion, I did an OGP on this game. I took Tampa up to plus seven and a half, and I took the total down to just 40 and a half and, of course, crushed the over, and if both those legs hit, it's plus 110 at BetMGM. Um, you look at Tampa Bay, they have not been covering machines, actually, the antithesis of that. Their last 10 games, 2-7-1 and one against the spread, uh, but they've hit the over in four of their last five contests on the standard total, and again, I took this down to 40 and a half Dallas, meanwhile, their last 10, 5 and 5, split right down the middle ATS, but have hit the over in seven of their last 10. Uh, I'm with you. If I had a lean uh, without uh, the OGP action and playing some of these alternate thresholds, I would go with the over on the 45.5. But again, I love Tampa plus 7.5 and, and the over 40.5. And you get plus money. Yeah, work those shoulders and get seduced. Back and cheese plus 110. Release yeah. the DAC. Yes. uh, Or the Kraken. Uh, Either one. I'm totally down with on this MLK edition. With that, put to bed. Let's get after it with another Fade 5.
0: Number five.
1: All right. uh, Before we hop on a jet and go to Thailand, uh, which is all the rage uh, right now for ex-NFL Head coaches, uh let's get some wagers in on this Monday night affair in the player props market and one of my favorites straight out of the gate at plus odds at Bet MGM Zeke Elliott to score an anytime touchdown and unbelievably I thought this would be a minus odds it's plus 115 uh, let that lion roar there at BetMGM as a result. He has scored a TD in eight of his last nine games. One of the setters And red zone touches this entire season. Now, I know he surrenders and concedes Some of that work to Tony Pollard inside the five. But uh, the Cowboys are knocking the door to score six. Chances are very strong. Ball to the belly. And we're going to get freaky with Zeke as a result. Uh, week one, 11 touches. Uh, 49, total yards. No touchdowns against the Buccaneers. But as I mentioned, the 40 red zone touches he had this season was number 13 among all running backs in the league. Uh, Tampa Bay, uh, not invincible in the trenches. Uh, They've improved, but they have given up 4.75 yards per carry the running back position in their last five games. And in the regular season, 11 total TDs to the RB position. So whether it's a plunge across the goal line for Zeke Elliott or maybe it's a dump ball pass for a six. It doesn't matter. Anytime touchdown, plus 115. Uh, Lundy, fade or follow. Or are you going to get freaky with Zeke like me at BetMGM?
0: That sounds like it could be a children's television show. <laughs> no, or, it's not. No, it's not. It could be uh, one of those throwbacks to uh, uh, Late Night uh, Cinemax? Late Night Cinemax when we were yeah. kids um they just don't they don't do that anymore shannon it's, starring shannon tweed i feel so bad for <laughs> teenage males in this country in I'm 2023 sure. that don't get to experience what we used to affectionately refer to as skinamax
1: they have um, the hub; they have it in the palm of their hands i'm talking about the phone i'm talking about the phone
0: <laughs> um i like this anytime touchdown uh that you've got with zeke and i i told you I have not I, I don't know what the fade 5 is today. I am in straight reaction gut reaction TYG mode uh for today's program. So uh really like this one, I'm going to be curious, Brad, if you throw another anytime touchdown out because mm-hmm. if you don't Oh, this guy right here had Zeke and one other anytime touchdown put together on an OGP. So I'm going to see if you bring up my other pick. And if not, oh, I got some fun in bonus time. Oh, bonus time. Stay tuned.
1: Don't turn that dial.
0: Number four.
1: Alright, let's stay in the Dallas Cowboys backfield and uh, I'm going to focus in on another player prop with another player and that's Tony Pollard and I love him to pieces as a player the explosivity, the bottle rockets tied to the shoes uh, his effectiveness on the ground, his effectiveness in the, the pass game as well, but this number is too high. I am going to live in the land down under on Tony Pollard, 50.5 rush yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. Uh, and this number Numbers come up and up at 47 and a half, and I will take uh, the surplus here on the 50 and a half and that under. You look at Tampa Bay in their last five games, uh, you know, a defense I mentioned right around four yards per carry. They have allowed uh, during that stretch and 91.4 rush yards per game. They have given up to the running back position. That's respectable. They're not locked down. Uh, They're not ironclad by any stretch of the imagination, uh, but they're getting back to their roots of the last couple of years, which is botting up in the trenches. And you look at Tony Pollard. Yeah, he's top three on the entire season, yards of the contact per attempt. Uh, We know he's got the shimmy, the shake, and the uh, explosiveness in the open field, but uh, he's a guy that's been well under this in his last couple of games. And I think Zeke is going to get the majority of – the groundwork in this game, meaning Pollard probably good for 9 to 11 carries. Uh, he only had six uh, carries for eight yards against the Buccaneers. Yar in week number one, I know that was an attorney to go, and uh, he'll do much better this time around. But uh, I think the Buccaneers going to wrap him up and keep him under this 50.5 rush yards total. Minus 115 to DraftKings. Lundy, fade or follow.
0: Man. I, okay. Uh, I told you it's all gut reaction. Um, I think he's going to get close, but I like where you're going with this one. I think this is, you know, you got, you got your wild card game. You're back to the playoff. I think this is where Dallas starts to lean a little bit further back into Zeke. But I said that Moore has got to open up the playbook. He's got to get creative. So I'd like to see Pollard doing some stuff out of the backfield, catching the ball to try Bingo. to go to try to keep the Bucks, uh yep. defense uh, a little bit on its heels, um, I, I think that's how you're going to have some success against them is force them to spread out, take that second layer of the defense and force it to try to pay attention to guys like Dalton Schultz, try to pay attention to a guy like Tony Pollard coming out of the backfield. So if they can do that, if they can be smart in terms of how they um, try to move away from the interior of that Bucks defense. I agree with you. I think Pollard's going to be involved, but I think it's not going to be ball to the belly.
1: Listen to your parent, damn it! Polly want a cracker? Uh, no, we want an under on rush yards, please. Number three. All right, let's go to kickers. I guess they're people, at least they are for uh, tonight and tonight only. And I'm gonna go the Tampa Bay side of things, and I am gonna take a guy who has an unfortunate last name, and I am gonna take the over on Ryan Suckup. One point five few goals made, minus one ten. At BetMGM, Week One against the Dallas Cowboys, the Tampa Bay kicker uh, had five field goal attempts and drilled uno, dos, tres, cuatro, mi amigo. He had a four field goal game. He has been uh, over one and a half field goals made in a contest eight times this year, hitting eighty-one point six percent of his attempts. Now, what is really fascinating, more than anything else, and and you know, you can size this uh, size this up to pure luck. Uh, or maybe some other advanced analytic that really doesn't hold much weight, But Dallas has allowed the fifth most field goals made of any team this season and seven straight games. A kicker has nailed at least two. That's right. Two field goals against them. So, Uh, Maybe they've been somewhat flexible between the 20s, and then they've tightened up defensively inside the red zone, which has limited some of those touchdown scores, and instead, field goal opportunities could be more of the same. Lundy, you like the over? I'm leaning with the over as well. Hopefully, the streets get to continue here on wild card weekend. So this plays into this in case the Tampa Bay Buccaneers cannot splash six. So fade or follow. Ryan Suckup, over 1.5 field goals made, minus 110
0: at BetMGM. Well, this one gives you some good juice because his overall point total is at 6.5. And And if you take the over on that, it's actually juiced at BetMGM at minus 135. So Mm. if you think he can get to the 6.5, you think that that's going to happen within the field goals, take this one. Instead of the overall kicker points, just because of the the difference in the juice, going from minus one thirty to the minus uh, one ten that you've got. But I had been focused in on suck up as well. Um, you talked about what Dallas has done in terms of uh, the opportunities for folks to be able to make the field goals. Uh, so yeah, this is I, I like suck up. I had him on my list and looking between the made field goals as well as the overall kicking points. Uh, you're right. Unfortunate last name. Not nearly as fun as the Chargers with Dicker the kicker, but suck yes. up. Right there. Uh, No
1: doubt about it. Try not to suck, Ryan.
0: Number two.
1: All right, new bro Deuce on the feed. Five today, a player who I've already mentioned, uh, I think previously on the pod, and we're going to go back to that. Well, those waters are damn near tasty, and Lundy is dancing because I feel this would probably be his top play of the day if he had said option, but I'm taking the over on Dalton Schultz. 37 and a half receiving yards right now. Uh, best line that I've seen in the industry at FanDuel at minus 114. You got to go. Way back, and I know the, you've consumed a lot of Suavecitos since, but way back in week number one, he had seven catches for 62 yards against Tampa Bay, and uh, Tampa is a defense that has surrendered a lot of chunk gains to the tight end position this season. Uh, so they've been a bit loosey-goosey in coverage, giving a 45.7 receiving yards per game to tight ends overall, and you know that CeeDee Lamb is going to draw so much attention in that secondary, so the short to intermediate action, a lot of that is got a funnel to Dalton Schultz, who is number six among all tight ends in total air yard. So I think it's gonna be a might be a 50 plus kind of game for the Dallas Cowboys, unheralded shining star as a receiver, and that's Dalton Schultz. So, Luddy, all right, now where you're leaning, uh, fader, follow my over 37 and a half receiving yards. Minus one fourteen at FanDuel. Uh, just come dance with me. Choo
0: choo! Get on the train, <laughs> folks. Come on. I'm all about Dalton Schultz with this one. I actually uh, got this one at uh, uh, thirty eight and a half, uh, and I still like it. Uh, yep. I think he's. I think he's at a minimum of forty five. To be honest with you, um, but. You got third Sure, I'll take a I'll take a yard buffer. But like I said, I think he's getting up to the mid forties um, over in three out of the last five games. Tampa giving up forty seven point seven to tight ends. This all just points towards Schultz. What did I say? You got to do something to Tampa to suck that second layer of the defense and not allow them to just sit there and clog the middle because that's ultimately what's going to free up Zeke. That's why I like Pollard out to the outside. That's why I like Schultz trying to be able to do some things in the short to intermediate field. All of that is what like one Moore, are you listening? If you really want a head coaching job, you have got to show us something in this game tonight. Holy shit! Please bet on Schultz. Number one.
1: all right I knew Marudo on the fade five day. Let's get creative uh, with TB twelve. And uh, to be honest, I'm kind of leaning uh, on the over on his pass yards prop. And also the over on his pass attempts prop. But let's build in some safety. Cue that safety dance. You can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. Uh, if your friends are dancing, no friends of mine. I kind of forgot some of the lyrics there. But does it matter? Don't forget this wager on an SGP at DraftKings. And I realize it's not a plus money. It's a little minus money. But I'm trying to build the bankroll here. Tom Brady, 255-plus pass yards. 30-plus pass attempts. So he correlates, synergizes, bring those all together. When you do that, it's minus 110. So a standard juice there at DraftKings Sportsbook. Give you a little bit of background here. Uh, Week one uh, versus Dallas. He only had 212 passing yards and one passing TD on 27 attempts. Uh, That was unusual. That was uncharacteristic. For a guy, you know, well into his 40s who all he does is sit back in the pocket, and on cork early and often. I think it's the type of game to do exactly that. He averaged 42.1 pass attempts per game in the regular season, and he hit uh, both feats over on 11 games this year as well. You look at the Dallas Cowboys, yeah, they're giving up just 6.85 pass yards per attempt and 220.8 pass yards per game, opposing signal callers, Just three, only three, have gone for 255 or more pass yards and 30-plus pass attempts against the reps from North Texas this season. But uh, I think ultimately Tom Brady, uh, he's going to come out firing in this game. He will not be deterred. So as a result, Brady, 255-plus pass yards, 30-plus pass attempts, minus 110 on this SGP at DK.
0: Landy, Fader follow. I liked it because you just said that he won't be deterred. Like (laughs) with the way Tampa has been playing this year, Brad, Tom Brady has kind of been the turd. Well, he kind of has
1: been, but he's overdue for a monster game. Why not do it at home with all the stakes on the line?
0: So you're, so you're saying he's constipated and he's overdue. Yeah,
1: sure if have, we stick yeah, have with
0: some... the theme. Uh, look folks, it's a Monday, it's a holiday, uh Brad's on energy drinks. I'm on like my ninth cup of coffee uh already today. It's just, we're bouncing off the walls. So just uh, yes, I'm making poop jokes. Just deal with it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um I like this one. You know me, Brad. I probably would try to go find one leg that i could add even if it was at like a minus 800 minus i'd probably go try to find one more leg just to get myself to even money just because i'm a greedy son of a bitch just
1: just take brady on a one uh plus passing
0: touchdown prop that's actually what i was going to say like take him for one just to get this up to to positive territory, but otherwise, I do like this one. I, I mean, I think he's going to sit back in the pocket. I think he's just going to try to. Um, I, I don't even know if he's going to necessarily uncork, but I think he's going to be throwing the ball a lot. Um, so, yeah, I think your thirty pass attempts is on. I like the two fifty five. I think that's a solid threshold. Like I said, I'm a greedy sob. I would probably add one more leg, something simple, um, and be able to get it to positive territory, even if all it was was plus 100. Like I'd be fine with that, even just yeah. to try to get some other leg uh, in there. But yes, uh, I, I like this one. Nice job on the. Fa- I told you I didn't look at it. Nice job on the fade five today. Uh, but is it, is it is it is it time? Is it is it is it, is it time well, for the BT? It, it,
1: it is bonus time, bonus time. Work those jazz hands as a result. We got day basketball. It's MLK day tradition oh, in the NBA. College, I think, is starting up here uh, like 30 minutes from our tape time. So let's go ahead and get after. What else you got on yes. the betting card today?
0: Okay, uh, real quick, I want to throw this out. Those of you that have FanDuel available to you, uh, this is at least available in Colorado. I know sometimes things are a little bit different, but Brad, they've got a nice little boost for an early NBA game today Mm. um, between the Celtics and the Hornets. Uh, Jason Tatum and LaMelo Ball, each to have three or more made threes. FanDuel has boosted it from a minus 140 uh, up uh, up to even money, up to plus 100 uh tatum's done it four out of his last five and Melo's done it in eight out of his last nine um so go take some money uh from the folks at FanDuel since they uh want to offer you that bonus but again that game tips off really early so if you're consuming the podcast early you can jump on that one if not uh you're going to be kind of hosed let me go back to the monday night game i told you i had a two leg anytime touchdown i was just waiting to see i was yep. just waiting to see brad if you did it give me zeke elliott for an any touchdown. I'm going to pair that one up with your cousin, Mike Evans, for an oh. any touchdown as well. Brad, do you know what the payday is on that SGP over at DraftKings? I'm going to take a guess. Plus 325. Plus 5. Oh, my yeah. God. Take over the pod. I got to go. It is, uh, that is the odds you can get at both DraftKings and BetMGM right now is plus 500 for that two-legger. You already laid out why you like Zeke. Let me throw out there for Mike Evans. First of all, he did have a touchdown against the Cowboys all the way back in week one, but he only has six touchdowns on the season, but three of them have come in the last three weeks. So I see he stays hot. Dallas has given up 22 touchdowns to wide receivers this year. There's secondary blows when it comes to trying to defend against your standard receivers out there in the end zone. I will take Mike Evans by himself. He's a plus 150, but oh. if you put the two together, it's sexy over at DK, folks. I want you to grab that one. I want to throw another one game parlay at you for tonight. Tom Brady for a pick, Dak Prescott for a pick, one each. That one will pay you at a plus one eighty. And Brad, you know I always like to have some fun with, uh, with, with TB twelve. Yeah, I am, I'm, 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 I'm gonna do it, Brad. I'm gonna get seduced by the juice at plus one seventy five for him to have over a half a yard rushing. <laughs>
1: I, You know what? Uh, I played that prop religiously last year, and then I tried to carry that momentum, and uh, funds won, and I immediately lost it this year, and I've not gone back to it. Why the hell not? Let's ride.
0: Uh, Why uh... not? I think that one is just too much fun. All right. Uh, In addition to some day NBA action in honor of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., uh, the NHL is also playing uh, today during the day as well. Let me start in my own backyard as Colorado Avalanche will be hosting the Detroit Red Wings, the hated rivalry from back Uh, in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. I'm laying the puck line with Colorado at minus one and a half. I think they might finally be waking up. There's also a possibility that Valery Nichushkin will be back uh, for the abs. They have been missing him uh, immensely. Um, And so I'm going to lay the puck line. Colorado's beaten Detroit nine out of the last 10 times that they've played. In Detroit, in their last seven road games, only one and six. So I mm. think the Avs take care of business this afternoon. I also like Nathan McKinnon for an anytime goal. He's got seven points in his last four games, but in 15 career games against the Red Wings, he's got 10 goals. So an anytime goal for Mac. Uh, this afternoon sits at a plus 125 and then if you want to one game parlay that together take Colorado on the money line take Mac for a goal that sits at a plus 170 let me go back to the NBA momentarily I told you about that freebie I think it's pretty much a freebie at FanDuel I would go bet that one uh, if I were you a couple others that I like the Raptors and the Knicks I'm taking the over on the 218 and a half they've been over in five out of the last seven times that they have played each other and And the Utah Jazz are on the road uh, up in uh, Minnesota. They are taking on the T-Wolves. I will lay the points with the T-Wolves minus the two and a half. Utah, in the last nine games against Minnesota, has only covered twice. That's it. They suck against the spread when it comes to the T-Wolves. So I'm going to lay the two and a half points with Minnesota. And finally, I'm sure you're going to talk about some of the Big Ten action that's going on today, Brad. Um I don't want to steal your thunder uh, because I actually made this pick before I even saw it on your spreadsheet. But I'm all about Sparty plus the four and a half. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Good call there. And I'll have some uh, additional double bonus action in that game
0: here momentarily. Double. double, You got to pay extra for that, Cotton. Well, yeah, Um, you do. You do. uh, You got to slap the wallet. Brad, uh, uh, I could keep going uh, because I love a bunch of the hockey action today. But, folks, as Brad always talks about, my spreadsheet is posted up on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. Go check it yeah. out there. I yield the floor to the man from Illinois.
1: Yeah, let me give you one NBA play today uh, on this MLK Day. I love Bayman Abayo. Over 10.5 rebounds against the Atlanta Hawks. And it's a big number. I understand it may scare some people away, but Atlanta has surrendered the most rebounds per game of any team in the NBA Over the last 15 contests. So it is the mother of all matchups. For Adebayo usually cleans up around the 10. I think he's going to crash glass and get at least 11 boards today. So that's my only NBA play uh, this afternoon. Uh, Let's go back to the Monday night affair. Uh, Leonard Fournette. I'm going to take the over on 35.5 rush arts. That is absurdly low for him. All he's got to do is get a dozen carries and average three yards per carry. And guess what? Uh, I'm no mathematician, but that's 36. Uh, That is a half a yard more than what I need. That means we win. So uh, I think he's going to get there Uh, in the end. Remember, he had 127 yards against the boys in week one on an exhaust of 21 carries. I I realize he and Rashad White are really splitting right down the middle, uh, the overall opportunity share, but just 12 carries. That's all I need from Fournette, and he's going to cash a ticket, though Dallas has given up 3.57 yards per carry, the running back position, in their last five games. Uh, And one more play in this Monday night wildcard matchup on an OGP, Chris Godwin, six-plus receptions, and Fournette, four-plus receptions, minus 105 on both of those events to occur. At BetMGM, uh, Dallas has given up 12.0 receptions per game with the wide receiver position, over 156 receiving yards per game. Uh, Godwin, um, uh, uncharacteristically, only had three catches in week one against his defense, but uh, he has hauled in at least six, uh, a handful of times here in the last several weeks, and I think that's going to be more of the same, working out the slot against Bland, who's given up a 759 Catch percentage to his assignments. Meanwhile, you know that Tom Brady loves to check it down. And he's going to look often to White and also to Fournette. Uh, Dallas has given a 3.6. That's it. Receptions per game of the running back position. But Fournette has hauled in at least four passes in five of his last six and finished the regular season number 10. And target percentage among all eligible running backs. So, again, Godwin, six-plus catches. at four-plus catches, minus 105 at BetMGM. All right, college basketball, let me give you my top three plays today. I, I like the under. I really do like the Michigan State Spartans, and I grabbed it last night, plus a four-and-a-half. That line is now down at MGM to three-and-a-half. Uh, and I still like the Spartans to cover in this game, but I really like the under as well at 133-and-a-half. You look at Purdue, number five, an effective field goal percentage defense, in Big Ten action, so a uh, little bit uh, forgiving in that area, but on the entire season, they've been one of the better defensive units in college basketball. They're number one in college basketball just at offensive efficiency, but you look at Michigan State. I just saw them in person at the State Farm Center here in Champaign, Illinois. Way to go, line, I taking them down. Uh, they're a very good defensive team. Uh, in fact, they are number one in four different defensive categories in Big Ten action but scoring the basketball is a chore. They were 0-7 against Illinois from beyond the arc. This is kind of an old-school-minded Michigan State team. They attack you off the dribble, get to the glass, hit a ton of layups against the ILL, and they also hit a ton of mid-range jumpers, and that's where that old-school element comes into play. So uh, knowing their inefficiencies three-point-wise and knowing, too, both these teams are three to plus and adjust the tempo, I like the under- 133 and a half there. Uh, elsewhere, I love the under in Hawaii and Cal State Northridge. Uh, this number, uh, and probably at 125. I think this is going to finish below 120, to be honest. Uh, again, two very slow teams. I look at uh, Cal State Northridge, number 323 in adjusted tempo nationally, Hawaii, number 293. Uh, Cal State uh, also number 358. Out of 363 teams, an effective field goal percentage offense, so they can't score. They're only shooting 29.6% from distance at 43.4% inside the arc. Hawaii locks down defensively, number nine in the country, an effective field goal percentage. D, though offensively, uh, it's been a chore. Number two, a an effective field goal percentage offense uh, for all those reasons, like the under 125 and Hawaii and Cal State, Northridge. And then last one for you, take UAB on the road. Um, I know the line has is, is really climbed. I grabbed it last night when it opened at UAB minus one. It's now minus two and a half at most books against Middle Tennessee State. But I think... Uh, the Blazers are still going to cover uh, one of the best mid-major teams in college basketball. They're number 27 in adjusted offense efficiency. They crash the offensive glass, Eighth best in the country in offensive rebounding percentage. And they kill you from outside. They're shooting 36.4% from way downtown. Hey, look at MTSU, number 285, in effective field goal percentage defense. And number 318 in three-point percentage defense. So the second chances... Kick it out for three for UAB. Splishy, splashy, take a bathy. They get the cover at minus two and a half on the road against the Blue Raiders. And we're out of time here on the Fade 5 podcast. Uh, please drop us a rating and review if you don't mind. Also, fade or follow us on the Twitter. Lundy, at Nate Lundy, and all the spreadsheet picks there. All of my spreadsheet picks. You can follow me at Noisy Chlevis. Enjoy your MLK day. Enjoy the day, hoops, and the punctuation to wildcard weekend.
0: Until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you.